The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. The first week of Advent March is on. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, December 7, 2023. Thursday of the first week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Ambrose. He was born in 337, and one of his biographers said that at the last judgment, people would still be divided between those who admired him and those who heartily disliked him. When the Empress Justina tried to wrest two basilicas from Ambrose's Catholics and give them to the Arians, he dared the eunuchs of the court to execute him. In his disputes with Emperor Auxentius, he coined the principle, the emperor is in the church, not above the church. But there's another side of Ambrose, one which influenced Augustine of Hippo, whom Ambrose converted. His sermons, his writings, his personal life reveal him as an otherworldly man involved in the great issues of the day. Now, the influence of Ambrose on Augustine will always be open for discussion. The Confessions reveal some brusque encounters between Ambrose and Augustine, but there's no doubt of Augustine's profound esteem for the learned bishop. Neither is there any doubt that St. Monica loved Ambrose as an angel of God who uprooted her son from his former ways and led him to his convictions about Christ. St. Ambrose died in 397. St. Ambrose, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all of the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular for those recommended by our Holy Father this month, that people living with disabilities may be at the center of attention in society and that institutions may offer inclusive programs which value their active participation. Amen. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Last Sunday was the first Sunday of Advent. The very last prayer that we had in that Mass went like this. Let us pray. May these mysteries, O Lord, in which we have participated, profit us, we pray, for even now, as we walk amid passing things, you teach us by them to love the things of heaven and hold fast to what endures. That is a, a real theme for Advent. We are walking amid passing things, but we want to learn through them to love things that endure. 
endure forever. These passing things, our food, clothing, the beauty of nature around us, the Christmas decorations, which might be going up these days, the gifts that we're looking forward to receiving, these are all very nice, even important, but they're passing. And the only real value is to teach us to love things that endure. Things that endure not just for a couple of weeks or a couple of months or years, but forever, for all eternity. And that is the theme again of today's gospel. Because in this gospel, we see Jesus speaking to his disciples, and that includes you and me. And he's saying, he's contrasting the kind of people who build a house on sand and those who build their house on rock. Those who build their house on sand, he calls them stupid, frankly. And those he, who build their house on rock, he calls wise. And this is the great contrast. There's those who are, frankly, stupid, and those who are wise. And it is, it is, would be a very stupid thing to build your house on sand, because it's got no foundations, and it might look very nice for a little while, but it's not going to stay standing when the winds blow and the rain comes and the floods rise. It would just be washed away. And the beautiful, beautiful house, no matter how beautiful it is, will still be washed away. And we all know that a house, any building, has to be built on firm foundations on rock. That's basic, basic wisdom. What's the house that Jesus is talking about that we're building? In a sense, the house you are building, I'm building, is my life, is myself. This is the big project of our whole lives. Now, we mightn't be able to tell easily what kind of foundations uh, underlies a person's life. The structure might look fine. I don't know if you heard these days in Bologna and Italy, they're very worried about this big tower, the tower, the Garisenda Tower, nearly 50 meters high. And like the Leaning Tower of Pisa, it's beginning to lean over. And they're going to try to save it, but it's almost leaning as much as the Leaning Tower of Pisa. What was the problem? Obviously, the foundations weren't great, but a very big tower, but whoever built it, I suppose, really didn't uh, dig deep enough when they were digging, digging the, the foundations. So eventually, the thing starts leaning over and it may topple over soon. And you and I, we could build ourselves, our lives on sand, the sand of things that really are very passing. I could build my, my life on my popularity, on my looks, on my physical health or physique, or money, or all these things. And they land, they, they last some longer, some shorter, but eventually they all get carried away, like that house built on the sand. Popularity, the looks, physical health, physique, money, all these things are passing, some more passing than others. And sometimes we come to a crisis, and a crisis is when we come to realize, oh my Lord, I have been building on very unstable foundations. This tower, which is my life, is beginning to topple over. Talking about toppling over, I, I think I mentioned before this Elizabethan dancer, dancer, male dancer in Elizabethan England, who was very famous for his wonderful dancing techniques, solo. And, and he was very popular with the Queen, Queen Elizabeth as well. And once he was doing a particularly complicated maneuver in front of the Queen and the whole court, 
and he slipped and he fell, well, on his rear end and he, everybody laughed and there was huge hilarity in the, in the palace uh, with this fall of his. And he got up and he dusted himself off and he said in Latin, Sic transit gloria mundi. Thus passes the glory of the world. He realized in that moment he'd been building his, his, his whole life on very faulty foundations. Popularity with the queen, with the court, their admiration of his dancing. And at that moment, his crisis, when he toppled over, he realized he'd been building it all on the wrong, wrong, wrong foundations. So easily it passes. Sick transit, Gloria Mundi. And he went off and he had been a crypto-Catholic, hiding his faith. But then he overtly, openly uh, practiced his faith after that. And may, if I remember correctly, may even have died a martyr. Found new foundations. A rock. And of course that rock that he then decided that this is the only rock I should build on is Christ and his teachings. And Jesus speaks about that in today's, in today's gospel. He says, those who listen to my words, they are the wise, the wise man, like the wise man who, who builds his house on rock. And those who don't listen to his words, he says, and do not act on them is like the stupid man who built his house on sand. And for everybody, the wise and the foolish, the rains come, the floods rise, the gales blow. For everybody, in the course of our life, the te- if you like, the foundations are tested. And in, in this testing, we can often, we can call it a crisis. And this crisis for the Elizabethan courtier was that moment when he fell, and it was kind of providential. God was helping him to re-examine what are your foundations? What are you building your whole life on? Is it something very passing? Again, they can be nice things, good things, but only insofar as they teach us to love the lasting things, the enduring things for all eternity. How, do, how, how are you building? How am I building? How are we building our lives now, these days, in Advent, um, the eve of the lovely feast of the Immaculate Conception? How are you? How are you building? In everything we do, it's a bit like we are kind of like a, like a bricklayer laying down bricks. In every action, there's another brick in this person that we're building. In my work, my resting, and now praying for a couple of minutes to our Lord. And it's no harm as we're building, doing all these things, checking our foundations. Am I building on sand? Am I looking for popularity? Am I looking for admiration? Am I just looking for wealth, recognition, all these kind of things? Because when we see that, we realize that is a very sandy foundation. I don't want that. So there's only one foundation that I want, and that is you, an eternal rock, a strong foundation, not just for now, but for all time, for all eternity. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. And you'll always find more 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Go and take a look. This liturgical day begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
It's the Memorial of St. Ambrose. Among many other things, the man who converted St. Augustine. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church in prayer now as we begin this day of prayer, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Come, then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! 
Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. As for God, his ways are perfect. The word of the Lord, purest gold. He indeed is the shield of all who make him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock but our God? The God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet you made swift as the deer's. You have made me stand firm on the height. You have trained my hands for battle, and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. Your Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. You gave me your saving shield. You upheld me, trained me with care. You gave me freedom for my steps. My feet have never slipped. I pursued and overtook my foes, never turning back till they were slain. I smote them so they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You girded me with strength for battle. You made my enemies fall beneath me. You made my foes take flight. Those who hated me I destroyed. They cried, but there was no one to save them. They cried to the Lord, but in vain. I crushed them fine as dust before the wind, trod them down like dirt in the street. You saved me from the feuds of the people and put me at the head of the nation. People unknown to me served me. When they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreign nations came to me cringing. Foreign nations faded away. They came trembling out of their stronghold. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Your Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. May May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Long life to the Lord, my rock. Praise be the God who saves me, the God who gives me redress and subdues people under me. You saved me from my furious foes. You set me above my assailant. You saved me from violent men. So I will praise you, Lord, among the nation. I will sing a psalm to your name. He has given great victories to his king and shown his love for his anointed, for David and his sons forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. May May the the living God, my my Savior, be praised forever. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Send them forth, hugging the earth like reptiles, from Selah across the desert to the Mount of Daughter Zion. Like flushed birds, like startled nestlings, are the daughters of Moab at the fords of the Arnon. Offer counsel, take their part. At high noon, let your shadow be like the night, to hide the outcasts, to conceal the fugitives. Let the outcasts of Moab live with you. Be their shelter from the destroyer. When the struggle is ended, the ruin complete, and they have done with trampling the land. A throne shall be set up in mercy, and on it shall sit in fidelity in David's tent, a judge upholding right and prompt to do justice. On that day, The glory of Jacob shall fade, and his full body grow thin. Like the reaper's mere armful of stalks when he gathers the standing grain, or as when one gleans the ears in the valley of Rephaim, only a scattering of grapes shall be left, as when an olive tree has been beaten. Two or three olives remain at the very top, Four or five on its fruitful branches, says the Lord, the God of Israel. On that day, man shall look to his maker, his eyes turn toward the Holy One of Israel. He shall not look to the altars, his handiwork, nor shall he regard what his fingers have made, the sacred poles or the incense stands. The Word of the Lord. I shall raise up an heir for David, one who is just. He will make fair judgment prevail on earth. And And this this is the the name name they they will give him. him. The The Lord Lord is is our righteousness. A throne of mercy will be set up. There a true judge will sit, one who seeks justice and is swift to do right. And And this this is is the the name they they will give him. him. The The Lord Lord is is our righteousness. From a letter by St. Ambrose, Bishop. You have entered upon the office of Bishop. 
sitting at the helm of the church, you pilot the ship against the waves. Take firm hold of the rudder of faith so that the severe storms of this world cannot disturb you. The sea is mighty and vast, but do not be afraid. For as Scripture says, He has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. The church of the Lord is built upon the rock of the apostles among so many dangers in the world. It therefore remains unmoved. The church's foundation is unshakable and firm against the assaults of the raging seas. Waves lash at the church, but do not shatter it. Although the elements of this world constantly beat upon the church with crashing sounds, the church possesses the safest harbor of salvation for all in distress. Although the church is tossed about on the sea, it rides easily on rivers, especially those rivers that scriptures speak of. The rivers have lifted up their voice. These are the rivers flowing from the heart of the man who is given drink by Christ and who receives from the Spirit of God. When these rivers overflow with the grace of the Spirit, they lift up their voice. There is also a stream which flows down on God's saints like a torrent. There is also a rushing river giving joy to the heart that is at peace and makes for peace. Whoever has received from the fullness of this river, like John the Evangelist, like Peter and Paul, lifts up his voice. Just as the apostles lifted up their voices and preached the gospel throughout the world, so those who drink these waters begin to preach the good news of the Lord Jesus. Drink then from Christ, so that your voice may also be heard. Store up in your mind the water that is Christ, the water that praises the Lord. Store up water from many sources, the water that rains down from the clouds of prophecy. Whoever gathers water from the mountains and leads it to himself or draws it from springs is himself a source of dew like the clouds. Fill your soul then with this water, so that your land may not be dry, but watered by your own spring. He who reads much and understands much receives his fill. He who is full refreshes others. So scripture says, if the clouds are full, they will pour rain upon the earth. Therefore, let your words be rivers, clean and lipid, so that in your exhortations you may charm the ears of your people, and by the grace of your words win them over to follow your leadership. Let your sermons be full of understanding. Solomon says, The weapons of the understanding are the lips of the wise. And in another place he says, Let your lips be bound with wisdom. That is, let the meaning of your words shine forth. Let understanding blaze out. See that your addresses and expositions do not need to invoke the authority of others, but let your words be their own defense. Let no word escape your lips in vain or be uttered without depth of meaning. Proclaim the message in season and out of season. Refute falsehood, correct error, call to obedience. Who is able to boast as you can? 
you have anointed kings as champions of righteousness. Refute falsehood, correct error, call call to to obedience. obedience. Let us pray. O God, who made the bishop St. Ambrose a teacher of the Catholic faith and a model of apostolic courage, raise up in your church men after your own heart to govern her with courage and wisdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord cautions his disciples about giving only lip service to him, and he tells a parable about construction. It's coming up in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Remember that little song? We'll get to what it's about in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. It's the Feast of St. Ambrose. And in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells his disciples, not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, is going to enter the kingdom of heaven. And he tells a parable from the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, the point is, our only rock is Christ. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. A person's life can be built on many different kinds of foundations, on rock, on clay, on smoke, on air. Only the Christian has a firm foundation which securely supports him. The Lord is the everlasting rock. In the Gospel of the Mass, he tells us about two houses. In one of them, perhaps the builder wanted to economize on material for the foundation, or perhaps he was in a hurry to finish it. He did not take as much care as he should have. Our Lord calls such a builder a fool. The two houses were completed and looked identical, but they had very different foundations. One of them was firmly bedded on rock, but not the other. Time passed and there arose problems that would put the solidity of their construction to the test. One day a storm arose. The rain poured down, flood water began to rise, and hurricane winds hurled themselves against those buildings men had erected. 
The time had come for proving their stability. One house remained firm and unshaken, the other collapsed with a roar in total ruin. Our life can be built safely only on Christ himself, our sole hope, our sure foundation. And this means, first of all, that we strive to identify our will with his. Ours is not a more or less superficial adherence to a faint and barely distinguishable historical figure called Jesus Christ, but an adherence to his manifest will and to his clearly discernible and knowable person. It is not those who say to me, Lord, Lord, who will enter the kingdom, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. We read this also in the gospel of today's Mass. God's will is the compass needle which at every moment accurately points out the way that takes us to Him. At the same time, this course is the path to our own happiness. The fulfillment of the divine will also gives us tremendous fortitude to overcome obstacles. What a joy to be able to say at the end of our days, I have always tried to seek and to follow God's will in everything. The successes we have had will not gladden us half so much, nor will the failures and the sufferings we have undergone matter in the slightest. What will matter to us and matter a lot is whether we have loved God's will in preference to our own and made its implementation active in our lives, whether the divine will showed itself as it does at times in a more general way or on other occasions in a more immediate and very specific form. Always perceptible, it will be seen clearly enough if we do not become blind to that light of the soul we call conscience. The loving fulfillment of God's will is at the same time the summit of all holiness. All Christ's faithful then will grow daily more holy in the conditions their life imposes, its duties, and its circumstances. These things will be the means of their advance in holiness if they combine their faith with an acceptance of everything that comes from the hand of their Heavenly Father, and if they are cooperative with the divine will. It is here that we demonstrate our love for God as well as the closeness of our union with Him. And God will make clear what His will is by means of the commandments, the indications, the counsels, and precepts of our Holy Mother, the Church, and the duties that are involved in one's own vocation and state in life. The recognition and love of the divine will in these duties will give us the strength to carry them out as perfectly as possible, and in them we will find the opportunity to practice the human and supernatural virtues. God's will is intimately bound up with meeting each day with a loving smile, with the fulfillment of our duties no matter how difficult they are, and with the help, both supernatural and human, that we give to those at our side. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Ambrose. I'm Paul Sadek, and we continue praying now with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Jesus, our teacher, loving Lord and Master, 
constantly guiding all the dull souls may find With praise, let us awake the dawn. Awake, lyre and harp. With praise, let us awake the dawn. Have mercy on me, God. Have mercy, for in you my soul has taken refuge. In the shadow of your wings I take refuge, till the storms of destruction pass by. I call to God the Most High. To God, who has always been my help, may he send from heaven and save me, and shame those who assail me. May God send his truth and his love. My soul lies down among lions, who would devour the sons of men. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongue a sharpened sword. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. They laid a snare for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but fell in it themselves. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. I will sing. I will sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples, among the nations I will praise you, for your love reaches to the heavens, 
and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens, may your glory shine on earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessing. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it on distant coasts and say, He who scattered Israel now gathers them together. He guards them as a shepherd his flock. The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conqueror. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings, the grain, the wine and the oil, the sheep and the oxen. They themselves shall be like watered gardens. Never again shall they languish. Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. I will lavish choice portions upon the priests, and my people shall be filled with my blessings, says the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rises in beauty, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, true pole of the earth, the great king's city. God, in the midst of his citadels, has shown himself its stronghold. For the kings assembled together. Together they advanced. They saw. At once they were astounded. Dismayed, they fled in fear. A trembling seized them there, like the pangs of birth. By the east wind you have destroyed the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, So we have seen, in the city of our God, in the city of the Lord of hosts, which God upholds forever. O God, we ponder your love within your temple. Your praise, O God, like your name, reaches to the ends of the earth. With justice your right hand is filled. Mount Zion rejoices. The people of Judah rejoice at the sight of your judgments. Walk through Zion. Walk all round it. Count the number of its towers. Review all its ramparts. Examine its castles, that you may tell the next generation that such is our God, our God forever and always. It is He who leads us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. 
Father, the body of your risen Son, is the temple not made by human hands and the defending wall of the new Jerusalem. May this holy city built of living stones shine with spiritual radiance and witness to your greatness in the sight of all nations. The Lord Lord is great and and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. A reading from the Book of Wisdom Simply I learn about wisdom, and ungrudgingly do I share. Her riches I do not hide away. For to men she is an unfailing treasure. Those who gain this treasure win the friendship of God, to whom the gifts they have from discipline commend them. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. With joyful praise let the church tell forth the wisdom of the saints. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. 
Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who made the Bishop St. Ambrose a teacher of the Catholic faith and a model of apostolic courage, raise up in your church men after your own heart to govern her with courage and wisdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And so Thursday begins quite well, I think. Morning Air is next with John and Glenn Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.